What's up, everybody? Dante here in the Finest Tech Podcast today. So let's go and get into it. Today, I want to talk about the Apple event. But first, I want to talk about some of the things that I've taken care of today. Not today, well, the other day. I uploaded a couple of videos to my YouTube channel. One of them, which is a unboxing of the Shure SM7B. You know, they, I keep hearing all the, all this stuff about this microphone and all these videos that say this is one of the best mics. So I decided to get one for myself. And uh, I'm not. What I'll probably do with that video is that I'll probably do a recording of a voiceover for an upcoming product I'm about to do a review or unboxing of, and just kind of do the voiceover with that microphone and just see how it all works out. Because you know, let's just see how the audio quality works when it comes to this microphone. Because everybody praises this microphone, say it's one of the best in the market. That's my unboxing video of the Short SMCB. Go check it out on my YouTube channel. My other one was my new desktop setup. I recently got a HP Omen desktop. Clock, uh, I forgot what it's clocked in at, but it's an i7, A-core, 16 gigabytes of RAM, uh, an NVIDIA GTX 1660, I believe. So I really, got, I needed another workhorse because the PC that I built years ago is working, but it's aged. You know, it's a quad core with 32 gigabytes of RAM, um, I can't even remember the graphics card I put in that bad boy, but um, it's age. You know, it's one of those type of situations where I think the base models of PC, laptops and desktops are six cores and higher. So I was working with a quad core. So, you know, it was time for upgrade. So that's all on the channel. Go and check it out. Also go, I mean, support my Patreon page out there so get, so I can help, so I can keep bringing this good content that I'm doing, working hard by myself. I ain't got no help yet, but hopefully... If you go support that Patreon, I can start hiring a couple people and make the the finest, the Philly finest tech podcast and channel on YouTube one of the best it's ever been. So I'm going to go and support that, and I will thank you guys for everything. So let's go and get into it. I wanted to talk about the Apple event that's supposed to happen this month. Now, I don't know exact date it's supposed to happen, but they're supposed to announce six products with this mini led displays sounds great but first i wanted to touch on the whole leaked like crazy macbook pro 14 inch they said it was a 14 about 14.1 inch display which is great i've been wanting to get a macbook for a couple years now but you know ever since they had that smart keyboard situation not not smart keyboard the keyboard situation i was really hesitant about getting one yeah, it's on a uh, warranty where they can fix the keyboard, but who wants to be going to an Apple store to get it fixed? And a lot of times, they really don't fix them. They just pretty much give you a, a new computer and just kind of replaces it, so you can run across that problem again later down the line. So I really was real hesitant about getting one. But, yeah, this 14 it sounds great to me. I'm really looking forward to it. And one of the reasons why, because the 13-inch laptop is the best portable laptop you can buy now i get you can buy the macbook pro 16 inch and it's still portable it's still thin enough to travel anywhere but ain't nothing more portable than 13 inch in my opinion so i'm really excited about it hopefully they redo the keyboard you know a bigger screen you know update the processor of course you know give it 16 gigabytes of ram but i don't i don't see them doing that i think they're gonna start with eight then you can upgrade to 16 if you want to or even more if you need to for a 13 inch but with a 13-inch laptop, in my opinion, I don't think that's that's some people's workhorse. Some people have made that into their workhorse, but for me, I would probably do like little little work. In my opinion, I call it little work. You know, photo editing. You know, 
uh, some Photoshop, some Lightroom, some graphics design, like far as like my um, podcast graphic, my logo, my YouTube stuff like that, uh, or intro to my YouTube, that type of stuff. Now, I know that's kind of graphic heavy when it comes to those type of stuff, but that's what I use my 13-inch for to come. It gives me a little corner in my house where I can kind of get creative and just think of things and just lock myself into a room and just think of all the possibilities, all the stuff I want to do, things I want to write, uh, graphics I want to come up with, with whenever I come with uh, a my YouTube channel as far as graphic, as far as a banner or on a video or a new logo for my podcast um, logo. So any of those type of things, I'm always wondering and thinking about how I'm going to make those things even better. And that's why I think a 13-inch laptop, in my opinion, is is one of the best for that. Now, I'm not saying a 15-inch can't be that, but that's a lot of people workhorses, you know. 15-inch, 17-inch laptops, you know, that's where you do all your heavy lifting, your video editing, graphic designs, and all those bigger things that take up a lot of graphic processor. You know, that's that's your workhorses right there. But 13-inch, like I said, is for little work. You're like, I can get me one of those and edit the podcast on there. You know, that that don't take a lot of resources. It doesn't. It's just audio. So you create a file. It may be an MP3, a WAV file, or something else, and you just convert it over to an MP3, cut it up, compress it, equalize it, and just upload it to whatever, I guess, site you need to go to or whatever voiceover work you do, whatever you do for your far as your uh, video editing or podcast work, whatever you do. So that's why I'm looking forward to that. Now, they also said that it might come with, it may, there's no confirm on this, but they say that it's going to have the mini LED display, which is quite great. If you don't know what that is, that kind of is like the next best thing to OLED. See, OLED, you know, has the perfect blacks, very vibrant colors, very bright colors. With many LEDs is allowed that you can have more LEDs behind the screen so it has better blacks and better contrast. So and you don't have the the issue of a, what they call burning with the OLED displays. Now, over the years I've looked at OLED and I always wanted to purchase one, but I've always been hesitant because of the burning issue. So when you see that, you kinda like you kinda get a little hesitant when you hear that a TV can have burning. Now OLEDs are like the new version of plasma TVs from back in the day, if anybody can remember those, right? So I was a little hesitant about buying one, but these mini LEDs kind of eliminate those problems. So you don't really have to worry about burning issues when it comes to your display. The mini LEDs kind of eliminate that, so you don't have to worry about that. So that's a great thing. And also about this event, they also talked about the possibility of these six displays that's going to happen. Now, let's go down the list. Well, the 14-inch MacBook, 16-inch MacBook, iMac iMac Pro, iPad Pro, iPad. So what, that's five so far? What can be the sixth one? I guess iPad Touch? I don't know. iPad Touch. iPod Touch. So, or another display, maybe. You know, maybe LG has a display, revamp one. I don't know, but that's the possibility of those. And I don't know what to expect because... I hear a lot online about what's they be expected. Now, I also heard about they may have a AirPods Pro light, which is weird. You went all the way out your way to have this AirPods Pro, but now you're talking about AirPods Pro light where it won't have the noise cancellation, but they'll still have the same design. It may be without the, um, the, um, 
the 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 piece. I can't even think of the name. I'm really having a brain fart here. Is that the tips that kind of give you the um, the belief of the noise cancellation part, where you know eliminate all the surrounding noise from around whatever room you were in at the time. Now I have a I have a pair of AirPods Pro, and I have the same issue with those that I do with the Sony WF one thousand XM threes. Is that they the left one? Not the right one. The left one always seemed to fall out. I done changed the tips to each one, and it still has the same problem. So I just figured that my left ear is shaped completely different than my right, and I have to get a, a much larger one, I believe. I don't think it's a smaller one. I think it's a much larger one. So, But for me, I've always had that problem. Now, I've listened to the AirPods Pro, and they sound a little better when the noise cancellation is on. But without it on, I think they sound just like the previous airpods i don't think it sound that much better now if you want airpods well earbuds with the best sound in my opinion is the sony's i think the noise cancellation is great i think the overall sound quality for those are way better because because i'm a hip-hop loving guy and the bass and those are a lot better to me compared to the airpods pro but that's just my opinion i really like uh, bass heavy headphones not too crazy where the bass overpowers the highs and the mids but i just like a little bit more oomph to my earphones earbuds that's just me now there may be a possibility that the ipad pro may have the same layout as the iphone 11 where you have three cameras in the back and you have ultra wide or telephoto and all that stuff so i don't know if that's true but so I know some people probably say, who takes videos and pictures with the iPads? I thought the same thing until my son graduated from, um, what was it, kindergarten? Yeah, it was kindergarten. And a woman had an iPad, and she was taking videos and taking pictures with her iPad. So it, it happens. Some people actually do this. So it's not nothing unexpected. It's just, in my opinion, a little different, you know? Some people uh, do that. I don't judge them. I just think it's different. You know, if you got a phone, they could do the same thing. Why would you carry a big old iPad? But I guess you want the bigger screen to see exactly what you're doing. But okay, I don't judge. That's none of my business. But as we move on along with this event, now there might be some upcoming software announcement also with this event so i don't i'm not sure what to exactly expect but you know it's it's the wwdc event so usually they talk about all the Dela um i said delaware developer information as far as developing apps and the those along those lines and i don't know if it's going like i said i don't know about the software part but it's all about from what i've been reading online is about the hardware and what to expect there may be new iphone displays or something Along those lines, now they're talking about the iPhone SE 2, where it's supposed to be a 4.7-inch display, A13 processor, and a iPhone 8-style design with a Touch ID home button. We're going back to the home button, huh? So there's something to be, I guess, interested in. Looks like they also have... Air tags, a 
Okay, Apple is working on an AirTag that will completely will compete with the likes of titles of all being oh Bluetooth tracking items like keys, wallets, and cameras and more. AirTag will integrate into Define My App and will take advantage of the offline tracking capability. So they're going to introduce something. I'm guess I'm like I said, this is all speculation at the time, but AirTags where you know. It increases the, and offer better Bluetooth connection as far as keys, wallet, and those type of things. So, yeah, that's cool. But this is what I'm interested in right here. They say high-end Bluetooth headphones. I guess they kind of like they have their own personal version of overhead headphones that noise cancellation, all, I guess great sound. But I really want to see what they would look. Will they look like Beats with an Apple logo or is going to look like something Apple-y, you know? Very shiny, very white. You know, not too big, not too small, maybe. I'm not guessing, but I'm really interested to see what a Apple-style noise cancellation headphones would look like. Really interested in that. Hopefully that is true coming down the pipeline. Next thing, you're talking about the Power Beats 4. There's going to be an update to the Power Beats 4 earbuds. I guess similar. Yeah, they also call them... uh. Yeah, they just call the Power Beats. Now, you, it's the difference between the Power Beats and the Power Beats Pro. And the Power Beats Pro is the ones I have actually liked, but the sound quality, in my opinion, is not good because some people say Beats headphones have always been bass heavy, but in my opinion, when I've actually worn the Power Beats Pro, I don't really feel that way at all. I, it, it sounds very flat to me. Like to me, it seems like there's really no bass at all. And some songs that I've listened to, they sound completely different in two different sets of earbuds like that. So it's really, really flat, in my opinion. But I guess these are the ones that's going to be similar to the Powerbeats Pro, but it's going to have a wire that's connected to them so they don't slip out your ear. One falls, it might break, and you can kind of, like, you don't have to worry about losing them. You can just, like, if they come out your ear, you just have them swing around your neck. So that would be a great thing to do to have because, you know, when they kind like I don't understand that one, but because if it loops around your ear, it shouldn't come out unless you're just doing a crazy parkour, whatever the parkour, parkour event where you're at, you're trying to do flips like crazy and it's all in your ear and it comes out that way. That's the only thing I can come up with. But other than that, they really shouldn't. But I get it. Some people may want to wire because they can adjust it. And, you know, if they take them out the air, they can let them swing around their neck and just hang there. So that's something they can, I guess. Uh-oh. They they're, look like they're trying to, again, like I said, but this is just rumor. A small wireless charging mat. Are they just focusing on the phone or are they just going to have a mat that can, that can charge all three but not all at the same time? So... That's something else they're trying to do. Because remember last time, I believe last year or the year before, that Apple announced AirPower where it's supposed to be able to charge all three Apple products, an iPhone, Apple Watch, and AirPods, all on the same charging mat. And no matter where you place them, it will tell you how much char- how much time is left charging them on your iPhone. And I think that was a great feature that was actually to work, but... They never got it to work. It said it was too many coils, and it kept overheating, and they just they couldn't get the thermal right with this charging pad, So, which is interesting because it seemed like at that time Apple was having this problem all over the board. MacBook Pros had thermal throttling issues. They had this mat that couldn't, you know, 
thermally right. Uh, even some of the issues I heard with some people with the Mac Pro, the original, tra- well, the trash can, where the thermal issues they had with that. So all over the board, like Apple and thermals was just a big problem a couple of years ago. So it's interesting to see what, if they do announce another charging mat, how they're going to go about it. Are they just going to do like a a big circle? Like I said, you could put the AirPods on there to charge. You could put the Apple Watch to charge and your iPhone and just... You can't charge all three, but you can charge all your products that's wirelessly chargeable. They can charge wirelessly on this mat. So, like, um, let's see if that will be the next thing they do. Next up is the Apple TV. I think this hasn't got updated in, what, maybe three years, I believe. So, wondering what they're going to do with that because the Apple TV 4K. I did a video, like a revisit to that a couple years ago where... Some of the stuff I was watching on the Apple TV wouldn't play back in 4K. Like, certain apps just wouldn't play back. Now, I showed it in the video where I pull up Voodoo, and most of the videos, most of the movies that I have on there are in 4K. And the issue I was having that when you went to Apple's app and watched the movies, they would play back in 4K. But when I went to Voodoo, they wasn't. But then I believe an update fixed that later on. But that was the issue I was having at the time where when they played it back in Voodoo, they wouldn't play back in 4K. When I played them on Apple, they did. So, But they did fix that eventually, so I don't have that problem anymore. But that was the issue way back when. So that could be, you know, maybe they fixed that, you know, amplify the issue where you don't have to worry about all your content playing back in 4K, no matter what you do, it just plays back in 4K. If you have it, you got it, you play back. I'm just, I'm not, I don't know, I'm just guessing. But what else are they talking about in this? There doesn't seem to be, like I said, this is all rumors. Now, this is speculation. But I also want to discuss the fact that this event might be either rescheduled or just flat out canceled due to the coronavirus. Now, this is a serious situation because Apple I.O. been canceled, and I believe Facebook canceled their event. And those events are like big events, and they always have them. So it makes you wonder, like, will Apple do this, or will like, Apple do like a live stream where they'll do like a YouTube video live a live event where they they still announce all the stuff that's coming out as far as software and, you know, a product line. But will they... Like I said, do like a YouTube live stream of it. So, wondering, I don't know. Because the questions are still out there is that are they going to still have it or are they going to cancel it? And the way it's looking to me, it's like, I wouldn't be surprised if they cancel it just to be safe than sorry because this coronavirus is scaring a lot of people. And the news is kind of, in my opinion, they they giving out too much mixed information. Like I watched one video where Dr. Oz, I like watching him, I'm a big fan of his, he said the coronavirus, if you're 60 and older, you're at risk, especially if you have any respiratory problems and things along those lines. I was like, all right, cool. He said kids under 10 and younger, they're fine. If you're in good health and you're in like a certain age, it's fine. But if I'm not mistaken, the guy who blew the whistle on it and put the information all out there 
the first guy who actually said something that this is a real big problem as far as this virus is really going to become a big, it could be a pandemic, and which it did in um, China, is that he was like 34 years old. So I don't want to hear that, oh, it doesn't, like, sometimes I don't want to hear that it doesn't affect your age group uh, just because you're young. You're not, it don't matter. Like, it's a virus. So, you know, viruses have to run their course. It ain't no real medicine for viruses. You just kind of like runs its course and you just kind of kind of manage through it. Like a cold, it's a virus. Like you got to go through it for that week. Sometimes it may be longer depending on your health. But yes, it's a virus. And like there's been so many cases in the U.S. That's why I wouldn't be surprised if Apple would cancel this event due to, you know, having that big red flag of the possibility that somebody may be there that has this virus and you don't know because they don't have any symptoms yet. So you don't want to take that risk. So I wouldn't be surprised if they cancel this event. But so the question is, will they have it or will they do a live stream? We have to wait and see. But overall, like I said, I'm really more excited about two things. These overhead, over air headphones, hopefully noise cancellation and, you know, the Apple version of a beats or whatever they would look like or how would they you know just that's one thing i'm interested in i'm also interested in that 14.1 inch laptop they're coming out with supposedly this is like confirmed it's been leaks people have like actual specs of it and like layouts of it that this is actually confirmed and this will be coming out sometime this year really looking forward to that so hopefully i can get my hands on that stay tuned for that Next on the docket, I want to talk about audio quality. And the reason why I want to talk about this in this podcast because, you know, when it comes to a podcast, it's all about the audio. How's it sound? How's it come? Like all the topics you talk about and everything. But how's it overall sound when it comes to just listening to a podcast, music, all that type of stuff? So you always want to try to have the best when it comes to your microphones and all that. So I recently had somebody ask me about microphones and like stuff they would need to start a podcast on these other stuff now first thing i told them i want to give out this information is that because no like a lot of times when you want to start something you don't know how to, you don't know where to start sometimes you know some people can help you say yeah try this try that and then you might nowadays there's youtube where you can watch a video and somebody can give you all the information you need as far as you know microphones uh audio interfaces um recording devices, laptops, all the stuff you need to start, anything you need out here. So it's somebody out there that knows something that can help you. And one thing somebody asked me is that about microphones and like stuff you would need to even start a podcast, YouTube channel, which one would you do? You know, starting a podcast is easier than starting a YouTube channel, in my opinion, because when it comes to a YouTube channel, it's all about video and and audio, but it's more about video. See, the thing is about video, you got to change it so often. Like, there's so many different cameras that come out every year. You know, new formats. You know, you went from 4K to 6K. No, 4K, 5K to 6K to 8K. So, if you're trying to get these type of cameras, you got the red cameras that's modular where you can kind of interchange the sensor where you can go from a 5K to a 6K to 8k and i think that's great when you just want to just upgrade the sensor within your camera you can just do that so when it comes to audio that doesn't really change that often audio quality doesn't really change like if you got a great mic you're gonna have a great mic for 10 years if it don't blow out on you you know 
eventually fall or break or something happens to it where it shorts out. But when it comes to audio, it's always pretty much the same. Now, I have the Rodecaster Pro here. I'm actually using this to actually record this podcast. And I have the Rode Procaster microphones. And one thing I can say that I think these microphones, in my opinion, sound great. Like I said, I recently just unboxed the Shure SM7B, so I will be testing that for the next couple of YouTube videos where I'll be doing a lot of voiceover work just to, you know, test it, see um, how the sound compared to having it with a cloud lifter and without a cloud lifter. First, I'm going to record a video or not a video, a voiceover with the microphone without a cloud lifter and see if I really need one to actually boost the gain of the microphone. But like I said, when it comes to audio quality, it doesn't nothing really changes. So I can have these microphones for at least... 10 years without no issues, without them having to short out on me. You know, anything can happen when it comes to technology. It can break in a matter of seconds, so that's not a big thing. But when it comes to audio, you don't really have to change it. So if you got a podcast setup that's pretty much set, where you got a couple of, you could say, Shure SM7Bs or these Rode Procaster microphones, I'm good. I don't really have to worry about audio quality. So I told him, if you're going to do a podcast, you know, how much money you willing to spend depending on what your layout's going to be. I tell people there's a couple of recording devices that you can use. You can use the Zoom HN4 Pro, I believe. I may be mixing that number up, but that's one. But I would definitely recommend the Zoom H6 because it has four XLR outputs. And you can use that to have up to four, three other people there. So it's all four of y'all. Y'all can all have a big interview without having to worry about getting another audio device. You can just use that to set up everything. Like, it'll run you about $329 now, I think I believe the prices. But that's a great way to start. Now, if it's me and you're going to be doing podcasting for a long period of time, you definitely want to invest in, in my opinion, this is just me, that the Rodecaster Pro is the best way to go. Because if you want to do an all-around podcast show if say if you want to call somebody you can do that you want to have sound effects in your show you can do that without having to do extra work when it comes to editing where you got to put in the sound effect at a certain point where the sound pad that's on this roadcast you can just play it and it's right there so definitely recommend the overall roadcast pro now i've seen some other audio interfaces like the sound device mix was it the mix pre 3 which is Interesting to me because that is, was it three? No, 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 I'm sorry. It was $649 when I looked on B&H. That's, that costs more than an actual Rodecaster Pro. The Rodecaster Pro costs $600. So you want to pay for audio interface that only gives you some of the function that this does. So I definitely recommend that if you have the money to. But if you don't, like I said, the Zoom HN4. Is a hundred and eighty bucks. That's a good start. That's a good startup kit, in my opinion. You can just grab that couple of microphones, a couple of XLR cables, and you can get ready. Now, a lot of people buy this microphone, the Audio Technica. I believe it's like a forty fifty dollar microphone. The actual model number I don't know, but it's like a great startup microphone. It has a USB connection and XLR connection. So if you have like, if you use your computer to do your podcast you can actually use that to start you know just plug in the usb cord and just start and go but i never recommend using a laptop because or a computer just because a lot of videos i've seen that a lot of people have mentioned this is that a computer can crash and 
You don't want to be doing an hour-long episode and then it crash on you. And you're not even finished. You could probably got like another 20 minutes left and it crashes on you. So you don't want that. That's a big issue if that happens. Like, that's a bit draining. Because I've actually had a video where I was doing a YouTube video. And the video, no matter how many times I try to crop it, it just didn't work out right. It just always was messed up. And I, I tried to shoot it over and it just didn't work. So I got so frustrated. And it can be like very like mentally draining when it comes to that. So you put so much time and effort into making this video and like this one thing can mess it all up. And that's what it comes to using a laptop or any computer that it can crash on you or freeze on you and then you're stuck. And especially if you got like a good amount of time in, like a good 45 minutes into that show and and it freezes on you or crashes or anything like that. So it doesn't happen that often, but it's a situation you don't want to happen at the wrong time. So a lot of people get these audio interfaces where you don't have to worry about that so if the the sd card gets full it'll it'll save up to that last minute and just put a new sd card and continue your show unless you run out of batteries and even still get more batteries it picks right up where you left off so you ain't got to worry about that so that's the best thing about it but he like i was telling him like you just have to find out what your budget is and try to work around it like the rodecaster pro it's six hundred dollars that's just for the whole interface. Then you got to get a couple of XLR cables. Now, you can get some on Amazon for dirt cheap for like 2 for 15 some type of thing. But you still need microphones. How much you willing to spend? Now, they have the new Rode Pi mic, which I actually have. It's 100 bucks. That's a good startup mic. You know, it's almost, they, they say it's on the level of the Shure SM7B. But for half the price, you know, the short SM7B costs $400. And this Rode Pi mic is only 100 So if your budget is only, let's say your budget, 500 Okay. I say do. Get you a Zoom H6, a couple of XLR cables. Or you might need, you want to get four because you might have up to three other people. And get you a couple of Rode microphones. Uh, that'll be like a little over 500 but you have two microphones you could do at least do interviews if that's what you want to do now like i said over time you can gradually get the rest of your stuff well like i said you got to find out what your budget is and find out what's going to work for you now say if you do a podcast where it's just you and you occasionally do interviews okay so you don't you don't really need that much depending on what your podcast is about you really don't need that much. Sometimes we kind of overthink things when it comes to, you know, YouTube videos, cameras, podcasting, anything we do. We kind of overthink things and kind of don't sit back and take a look at what I actually need because I have this problem myself. I ain't going to lie. I actually have this problem myself is that sometimes when I have a video I want to do, I overthink it. Like, I need this microphone. I need this. I need that. Sometimes it's the simplest thing. All you got to do is execute it the way that's best suited for whatever you're trying to do. Like, I was trying to talk myself into getting a MacBook Air to kind of edit the podcast on so I can just kind of go to a coffee shop or a place I can get something to eat good, sit down, put my laptop out, and just kind of edit the podcast and just do some other things, some research work all along those lines. I got all these laptops up within my house. I can grab one of those that's, I can grab my Razer 15-inch and do the same thing. But I'll just be talking myself into 
buying something to kind of justify it. Sometimes we got to get out of that mindset and kind of sit back and say, all right, what do I have to get started to make this work? And that's all you got to do sometimes. Sometimes you just got to sit back and like think about it and just say, all right, what do I have? I got, I got a Zoom H6, I got an XLR cable, and I got the Rode Pod mic. I want to start a podcast. There you go. Those three things right there get you started. But, you know, some of us, like, like I said, I've had this, I have this habit. Like, we'd be like, all right, I need this microphone and that microphone and this microphone. Yeah. It, like, and another thing, what I think is becoming the downfall to some people, we all do this thing on YouTube where we compare with each other's setups, you know, our podcast setups, our desktop setups, our laptop setups, MacBook setups. And we all try to do something similar and do a little bit and without a little spice and flavor on it and just try to do it our own way. But a lot of times, like some of these setups I've seen is a little overkill. But, you know, if they've been doing it long enough, they done built up enough clientele, a good following, good brand, and, you know, the money's flowing in. So you just kind of just spending money and letting it flow. You look back and say, all right, this is, you know, my setup over so many years. Like, I forgot this guy's name. He's a great video guy. He does a lot of cinematic stuff, and I forgot his name. I think his name is Peter Wellock or something like that. I'm, I'm maybe butchering his name, but I've been watching a couple of his videos. I just be recently subscribed to his channel, and his videos is great cinematic work. Like he does, I believe he's done over some videos and music videos and some commercials and things like that. So he does great cinematic work. Big fan, and like he had his setup. I watched his setup, and like. The setup was crazy. He like he had a big 65-inch OLED TV by LG. He had an iMac Pro in the left-hand corner with two studio micro it's not studio micro studio monitors placed up and I believe he had something on the side. And he was pretty much editing his videos, setting it up doing everything and what was crazy was like you look at his whole studio and it's like cameras galore. And like he said it in his videos, he's like, I've been doing this for almost 10 years. So this is accumulated stuff over all the years. And he didn't let some of this stuff go. And, and that's what it is. So you start to compare yourself and you're trying to get to that point. But, you know, he had he went through the trials and tribulations, the baby steps it took to get to where he's at. So he's learned from all his um, situations that he's done, like all his what worked and what didn't work, the microphones that was best suited, which ones that, you know, didn't have the best sound to his opinion compared to other microphones. And that's what this this whole process is. You got to find out, you got to take baby steps and find out what works for you. Like I said, when it comes to a podcast, you got really got to find out what you have and what, 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 like I'm from the, I'm from the hood. So when it comes to how to making it work, that's all I know how to do. I find out what's in front of me. If I find out how to make it work, I'm going to figure out in some way, shape or form how to make it work for me. So that's how I've learned growing up. And that's where I have to take myself back to a lot of time because, like, I've been doing this for about seven, eight years, and I've accumulated a lot of stuff. And I also had some ups and downs and learned the hard way about what works and what doesn't work. So when it comes to, like, audio, I've realized that doesn't really change that much. Once you get a microphone and an audio face set up, you can use that for about seven, six years with no problems. But when it comes to video, it's a different story. Like I said earlier on, that you can have 
a camera that's 4K, mirrorless, a couple of lenses, that's great. But then they come out with a new camera that runs at, let's just say, 5K with more features that does this, that crops a different way, that shoots in RAW instead of, you know, a way um, MP4 or whatever. So, like, all those things change and the features change. And, like, I've been trying to find a great camera. I have I actually have a budget where I can get a nice camera. But I talk myself out of it because I don't I'm not really a camera guy where I know what's the best camera, the best lenses. I'm still learning that as I go. So for me, like I want to take that plunge to get a good camera for a roughly around a decent price. Like my price point is around maybe 2500 for a good camera and a good lenses. Like, I just want to... See, my thing is I want a camera and a lens that does pretty much everything I need it to do without, without having to interchange too much. You know, because I'm not a... I wouldn't call myself a filmmaker, but I do shoot videos. I actually enjoy it. I actually love what shooting video does. Like, I love the creativity of movies. I'm a big movie fan. Like, I've been watching movies my whole life, so... I love the creativity where people come in, like the angles they shoot, the cinematic look they got to some of their movies, um, the overall landscape of the scene or whatever. Doing like I look at all that stuff and like be fascinated by it because now I've since I've been shooting video for a few years now, it's like I look at things differently now. Who people who shoot videos, movies, all those type of things, I look at it as the aspect of being the director. I'm looking at things that okay, I like that way, but I don't like that way. That's why I love the creativity of you know the movie making, and that's why I like the special effects is getting to the point where they're getting so amazing. And that's why I love like YouTube and podcasting because it's the creativity you can come up with when it comes to this type of platforms, like with YouTube. You're, you may be starting a YouTube channel. You're trying to figure out whatever your channel is going to be. Tech channel, a comedy channel, a skit channel, all those type of things. You got to have the creativity to drive it. So that's what I love about creativity. That's what keeps me going. Like, it's a happy place for me. Like, that's a happy spot for me. Where, like, the creativity, finding things that you can just make into art. Like, I was when I was a kid, I was in summer camp. I learned how to make clothes, make pillows, all that type of stuff. I can scope clay into all kinds of sculptures and um, uh, figures and all those type of things. So I've done all this type of stuff when I was a kid. I have all these talents. And that's why, I, like, when it comes to the YouTube and the podcast platform, I got so excited because it was just like, oh, I just love the platform. I love the creativity, the things you can come up with and have a sit down and just get your mind working. I love those things. So when a friend of mine came to me and asked me these things, I was like, hey, here's what you do. What you what you willing to spend? You know, you just got to find out how much you're willing to spend. If you, if you have cash flow is unlimited, here's my recommendations, right? That's just me. I'm going to tell you to get this because you might, he wants to do his own podcast, but he wants to do like a, I don't know what they actually call it, more, more it's like a more like a, a real life scenario type thing where you talk about life, you know, in the real, in the senses of like, the struggles of the ups and downs of living in certain areas, the come ups, like where we come from, all those type of things. And if you want to have in his show, like I was recommending to him, if you want to do that, definitely get the Roadcaster Pro because you might want to make a phone call. 
somebody might be out of town, you want to talk to someone, bring them on the show, be at that. Now, when it comes to like a Zoom H6 and you got to use a computer and do a Skype call, you know, a lot of people ain't that computer savvy to be doing all that stuff. And tech savvy, they can just handle all that. That's why you, it's best to get a, uh, a device where you don't have to do all that. It's all just a, 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 a phone call away or a button away where when I've seen the Rodecaster Pro and then I looked at other people's podcasts and they was talking about, yeah, Skype calls, all that. I don't know how to do all that, to be honest with you, because I don't use Skype. Like, I think I've used Skype once throughout my life. I don't really use my computer to do Skype calls and all those type of things, which is weird because it's like it comes with Windows because, you know, Windows bought them years ago. So it's like, but I don't know too many people that use Skype. That's just me. I have an iPhone and people FaceTime me. Like, I don't know too many people use Skype, but when it comes to, you know, making phone calls, I definitely say get that. But if you like, if you're doing like a interview style type of platform where you got yourself and three other people and you asking questions about their life situation, their upbringing, what's the, um, what was the one thing that changed their life and made them look at things different, you know what I mean? Like all that type of things you want to talk about when it comes to that type of podcast. He wants to do that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, your show is simple. Like, you don't really have to dig deep for that. All you got to do, get a couple people, start having a conversation. Just start talking about life. That's easy, you know. Because when you're talking about tech, you got to find topics. You got to find out what the rumors are. You got to, um, you pretty much know what you're talking about sometimes because some people will call you out on that. So, when it comes to just like all these type of things, audio, video, it's just if you're trying to find something that works for you, like I said, sit back, ponder, and just look at what you have. Because at the end of the day, you can't just jump into something and think, oh, it's going to work for me. No, you got to take your time. You got to take your lumps because everybody wants to be successful overnight. Some people it happens, but some people, you know, it takes time. So you can't just think, oh, I'm going to just jump right into it. I'm going, it's going to work out for me. It's a process. Take your time. Learn what you have to do. Take the necessary steps. Learn your lumps. Like I said, I said not learn your lumps. Take your lumps because there's going to be some setbacks. There's going to be some disappointment. You're going to get a little discouraged from here and there. But as long as you keep putting in the work, can't nobody take away the hard work you put in. And that's the one thing I've learned over life. As long as you put in the hard work, can't nobody take that away from you. Like, if you've been doing podcasting for a few years or a few months and then your opportunity comes and it just takes off, that's the hard work you put in. You've been working on YouTube videos for a while and it takes this one video for you to pop, yeah, you put that hard work in. And that's where people have to understand. Like, it don't happen overnight. Like, these successful people that's out here, it didn't happen overnight. It took some time. It's a process. And that's where I'm at now. I'm just doing what makes me happy. And, like, I'm just in a happy place right now. I'm doing what makes me happy. And if it takes off, I'm I'm more than thankful. But right now, I'm just having a great time. Enjoying doing things that I enjoy doing. Like, I don't got to worry about what everybody else is doing. I'm just doing what I'm doing. I'm having a good old time. After saying all that, now I want to go back to Apple for just a minute. Because I realized a little over a few days ago that... 
I come to realize that I don't like using my laptop as much anymore because maybe about a year ago, no, it wasn't a year ago. I say about six, seven months ago, I purchased a iPad Pro, uh, the 11 inch one base model, you know, 64 gigs. I don't really download that much stuff and I don't really, you know, do too many creative things with it yet, but I eventually probably will. And the one thing I've realized, I actually use this more than anything else within my house. And that's the weird part to me because I always talk myself into getting to a MacBook Pro and MacBook Air and you need to get one. But when I come home after work, I pick up my iPad Pro and play with that for a few minutes, you know, do some browsing, research-based stuff. And there's, like, I must say, like, I don't even like my desktop. Usually I will browse the web with that. You put my studio monitors on and just browse with a 32-inch script display. I don't even do that. Like, only time I go to my desktop is when I got to edit a video, and that's it. Like, I'm usually pl- having more fun using my iPad Pro. So when it comes to this event that Apple's supposed to have this month, I'm really interested in what's going to happen with the iPad Pro and what they're going to do because are they going to reduce the price, keep it at the same price point? You know, maybe the base model will have 120 gigabytes of flash storage instead of just 64. Who knows? But if this iPad Pro is supposed to have this new mini LED display probably won't come out this year probably come out sometime next year but the thing is about tablets people don't upgrade them that often you know there's not like phones where you get a service and you can call people and all those type of things where an iPad you can kind of get the cellular version you can use it anywhere and you know you can kind of replace your laptop and you know what I've been thinking about taking that challenge using my iPad Pro for one month as a replace my laptop. And basically what it would do is it would stop me from using my laptop for editing the podcast and those along those lines, you know. Gaming on my iPad I don't really do. I don't really do that on my laptop anymore, I guess. I have a PlayStation and Xbox, and that's where I play my games at. I'm not really a big PC gamer, so, like, I wouldn't be playing games, but, like, I'm going to try that. I think that was going to be the next thing I do. I'm going to challenge myself into doing a 30-day challenge of just using the iPad Pro for one month to do what I need to do. Now, when it comes to video editing, I will go back to the desktop, of course, because I shoot in 4K and everything along those lines and I'm not really ready to be using iMovie or my iPad yet so I'm definitely going to do when it comes to video editing I'm going to do that but like the podcast I'm going to edit on there I'm going to do you know my everyday work there note taking um, you know research stuff any type of Photoshop stuff I'm going to be doing I'm going to do it all on the iPad so I'm going to do that for in the, in the next coming upcoming months i'm gonna do that i'm gonna take that plunge i'm gonna go on and do that and try that so i wanted to just talk about that before i wrap this episode up and i just wanted to get those things out and i must say i'm really excited about 
you know, working on some new things and a couple of videos I want to work on and see what happens, you know, because I'm still sitting out here waiting because I've been working, waiting to see what they're going to do with the city. Are they going to shut, I wouldn't say shut down the city, but they all are talking about this coronavirus and like, I want to let everybody know out there, just be safe out there, be careful. They say wash your hands, make sure you don't touch your face as often, um, you know, just stuff you should be doing anyway, but you know, some of us have the habit of touching our faces, we don't even realize we touch it as much as we do. Just be safe out there, be careful, think about your loved ones, your elderly ones, your great-grandmom, your grandmoms, your your mothers in some cases, just be careful out there, take care of all of your families. Um, I'm Like I said, I'm still wondering what they're going to do because they talking about, you know, they may have to shut down certain parts of the city if this gets out of hand. So it's all talk now, but it's all, I'm still sitting there waiting to see what they're going to do. But I'm a little like, I'm not worried about it, but I should be because, you know, my mother's up there in age and I want to keep her around as long as I can. So I'm going to make sure she's good. I'm just making sure all my loved ones that's in that, that, unhealthy and I wouldn't say unhealthy but that unsafe zone where they had a certain age where this virus can if they can contract it they can get real sick and may not come back to us but I definitely want to let people know just be safe out there be careful take care of your loved ones and like you know do the necessary stuff you need to make sure nobody catches this corona make sure your kids are washing their hands all that stuff and if you got the babies make sure they don't have it so they when they be around your grandparents or your elderly ones, they they don't get anything. So just be safe out there. Look out for one another. And I want to thank you guys for tuning into this episode. Stay tuned. You know, I release an episode every every other week, and I'll be working on some things. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Stay tuned for more. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I will see you next time around. Peace. <laughs>